Yeah, kid! Welcome, everybody, back to lucky number three episode of the Handsome Home Buyer Podcast. I am your host, Charles, a.k.a. the Handsome Home Buyer 4, but I am now calling the real estate realness. You like that? Yes. You like the real estate realness. All right, perfect. Um, again, thank you, everybody, for coming back. Awesome, awesome podcast last week. Huge thank you to Beth Lowe. She is absolutely awesome. I called her up and told her, listen, if real estate doesn't work out, you have a serious career in the one line business. All I've been getting is text messages for the last seven days about how sexy Beth Lowe's voice is, so good for you. What I also realized after listening to the second podcast uh, is that I sound like a 70-year-old Jewish lady. Like, I sound like Barbara Streisand, literally. Hate her. Uh, how do you hate Barbara? Nobody hates Barbara. I, I have a list of people who hate Barbara. I, I haven't introduced you yet. You can't. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Most anyway, overrated so, singer of all time. And <laughs> just had to get that in, right? Okay. So again, who I am, what I do, what we're going to be talking about outside the nonsense. Uh, I am one of the largest, soon to be largest purchasers of single family investment property on Long Island. Currently this year, purchasing 50 houses on my way within the next three years to purchasing 200 houses a year. That is going to be a shit show. It's a shit show now, but I love it. Uh, what I do, I purchase single family homes. I renovate them and resell them. I purchase single family homes that I rent. I buy land, I build houses. I borrow money from people and make them money. So if you're someone that's looking to earn double digits on your money with the securities only real estate can provide, please call me. How do you get in touch with me? 516-777-SOLD or at my email, which is charles at handsomehomebuyer.com. Handsome, yes, as in good looking, homebuyer, singular, no S's. Dot com. All right, so real. who am I looking to meet? Realtors. I'd love to work with all you, want to know all you, will treat you so good you never want to let me go, as I always say. Please call me. I'll send you my investment criteria, and I'd love to work together with you so everybody can make money. Homeowners. If you have a house that you inherited that smells like cat piss, is run down, is dated from the 1960s, has six inches of mold on the wall, biker gang, sewage overflowing. I looked at a house about six months ago, literally had human shit floating past the bathroom steps. I love that stuff. It actually makes me feel tingly below the belt. Anything that makes the hair on that back of your neck stand up, think of me. Call me. All right, so without further ado, without further rambling, uh, I want to induce our guests for the day, give you a little bit of backstory. So if Cuban Lewis, if you remember the first podcast, my Cuban brother from Miami, who I love to death, going to see him in about a month, can't wait, uh, lit the podcast fire for me, this young lady, this special young lady, poured <laughs> gasoline on it. So Lewis had called me, pitched the podcast thing to me, I was like, eh, I don't know. And then our guest actually has a podcast. So we actually kind of have a celebrity on the show today, my first celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Called me and said, listen, can you step in and do my podcast? And I did it. Had an awesome, awesome time. She's a great host. I learned so much from her. And here we are today, every Friday, doing the podcast. Um, so without further ado, I want to introduce Valerie Lamp. She is an absolutely amazing person, a great friend. She's been there for me for business. She's been there for me personally. She's a great connector. She's a lover of people. She's just an outstanding individual. You know, when you just 
there's just certain people that you meet that you just know they're great people and they're going to be in your life forever and nothing but positivity is going to come from that. So without further ado, welcome Valerie. Wow. That was like, thank you. Was that impressive? <laughs> it was all true. I want you to know that. That's so, really the way I feel. Sweet. That's the heart. best introduction ever. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, thank um, you. I'm excited to be here. Valerie owns Elephant Networking, <clears throat> which is a very, you know, fascinating kind of super unique business. I feel like, I mean, I know I've never met anybody that does anything like that. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to know, you know, how you got into that, you know, how it developed, what it is that you do, and then we'll kind of talk about the benefits of that. Yeah, okay. So, well, I love my business every day. And that's definitely, I feel very blessed and grateful. And even when I'm doing the things that I hate in business, like I hate doing accounting or whatever, but I love what I do. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there's things, there's aspects that are pain in the ass for you with your company and there's certain things we dread doing, but we have to get it done. But that's like a small percentage of the time and hopefully you do a lot of what you love in the 80 or 90% of your day. So anything in for me in front of the computer is a drag. I'm just like, you know, I want to be with people. I want to talk to people. Yeah. I want to connect people. But um, so, well, it's simple, really. Like in my previous career, I didn't network. And for the first, I would say, five or six years, I was cold calling and I was walking in and out of businesses and I was getting doors slammed in my face and I was getting hung well, up that's on. That's an experience. It is. I, feel uh, like I wish I would have done more of that stuff because that, like, putting yourself in situations that are uncomfortable yeah. leads you to be comfortable in those situations. Oh, yeah. And now, personally, like, I, I crave the uncomfortable. I'm I like, get that. Because I feel like when you're uncomfortable, that's when awesome shit happens. I agree. I, I don't regret it by any stretch. I was a cold calling maniac. There used to be points in times where I would have a headset and two phones. And I used to dial two numbers. I'd dial mm -hmm. one number on the left and then I'd dial another. And whoever picked up first was the call that I would get onto. Like I was all about max use of time. Yeah, I mean, you're. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> I mean, you're just a working beast. Like they, uh, they don't make women like Valerie. Uh, I just want to put that out. So, Let me digress for a second just as I haven't slept in a week. I just, <laughs> I, I forgot. So basically this, this episode is going to be all about networking because networking is probably the most important thing in business in my opinion uh, I have four I had four great mentors in my life you'll meet some of them and I'll talk about a lot of them but my uh, my real estate mentor a man named Carl Chabone you guys will meet sometime in the not in the near future if I can uh, drag him on he doesn't know that yet but I'm gonna try to drag him on so <laughs> you know guys go out to get deals and this is any business because obviously business is kind of universal like I say it doesn't matter if you're flipping houses if you're making widgets whatever it is so he said to me, he's like, listen, there are guys that advertise, they do this, do that, and you got to do 30 different things well all the time in order to get business. But he said, the power of the relationship mm -hmm. is the most powerful thing. I couldn't agree more. I mean, that's basically the premise of which I built a business from. And um, for me, it was, so I was in finance and... All of a sudden, I just randomly joined. And it, what I find frustrating, too, is that, um, to your point, being a very, very essential and universal component of business, they don't teach this in school. No, they, don't they don't touch on it at all. Right. So I joined uh, a local chamber of commerce. And the next thing I knew, there was several CPAs in, in like on the board and everything. I got involved. I let 
people just kind of see me for who I was. And it took time. It wasn't instantaneous. But the next thing I knew, I started getting referrals from five different local CPAs. So this is when you started the business, right? No, no. This is my prior career. So when I was in finance. This is is basically like proof that networking works. Yes. And ultimately, uh, the company I was at was asking me, you know, how can you attribute, you know, what are you attributing your growth to? Because I went from like slow and steady growth to like all of a sudden a very strong incline in growth. And I also started networking with a couple of attorneys. And the next thing I knew, I was just, my phone was ringing with referral business. And my life got so much easier. And the quality of business was tremendous. And it's the cheapest. I mean, it. It's expensive in the fact that it takes time and effort. And I think the problem with, like, um, you ever read The Purple Cow or, like, any of Seth Godin's books? You know, I've listened to a few of his podcasts, but I, I his um, book is on my list of the next three to read. I have unsubscribed. That's in front of that one. And then Purple Cow is next. He's the man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, most of these guys, I mean, they put out, like, 30 books. They're all basically the same, just slightly rewritten. They have, like, this kind of, like, one premise. But his thing is, like, you know, you always got to be challenging the status quo. But um, I love it. I love it because but see, this is the thing with networking. And this is what I really want to get out there is that there are so many ways to be a resource or to provide value to people. And it it's like I hear these things all the time, like from other um, financial advisors trying to win business from CPAs like, oh, you know, they already have their people. And, oh, you know, I can't uh, refer to them as much as they can refer to me. And but they find they reasons to not go for the business. Yeah, because they're lazy. That's like saying it's like, guys, listen, let's relate this to girls for a second. It's like a guy saying, oh, that girl's bitchy. She's really hot. Like, I don't want to talk to her. It's like, hey, listen, if she's bitchy, she's not bitchy to everybody, guy. She just might be bitchy to you. Like, there's a way to basically give value and approach people and sell, for lack of a better word, that will allow you to do business with anybody. 100%. And the way I won my first CPA, I'll never forget it because I didn't even know he was a CPA when I first met him. But he came into my office. He was he was all, like, annoyed at our back office. And he was 100% right because it was a service issue. And... I said, have a seat. I'll take care of it. And I got on the phone with the back office and I did not get off the phone until it was fixed. Nice. And it had nothing to do. I had no idea who he was. I apologized to him. I said, this must have been really aggravating. He said he, he tried three times to get it fixed. You're the nicest person and, ever. Uh, you really are. I mean, no, I don't. Sometimes too nice. We have these well, arguments. Me. Discussions, I would say. We don't argue. I'm, I am not the nicest person ever, I swear. But... But you know what? It was the right thing to do. And anyway, the next thing I know, he showed up in my office the next day. He said, come on, let's go to lunch. And the guy was a CPA in Rockwell Center for like 40 years. His his, oh, his book was tremendous. And he started sending me client after client. His his newest clients were ten with him for 10 years. Yeah, but I mean, I think there's something you said because overall in general, like people realize like they have to save for retirement, they have to network. Yeah. So you get these guys or girls that are like serial networkers and they go to all these events. And I think in general, and I want to get your opinion and feedback on this, people suck at network. <laughs> so like you put together these fabulous events. I go to as many as I possibly can because they're, they're just awesome. And I want you to tell that, you know, explain that to the people later. But I go to these events and you see people and they run around and they just like collect business cards. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't do anything. Like, yeah. the reason why you, you, you won that business, as you say, is because you went in there genuinely 
gave value. It helps somebody, not with an ulterior motive. I mean, maybe in the back of your mind, you know, like, all right, listen, like if I do for people selflessly, good things happen. It's kind of like just a positive energy flow thing. I believe in that. But like, you know, that's what you do. You go in there and you say, how can I help these people make their business better? How can I help them make money? And then all of a sudden you're making more money. What I try to really convey is very simple. Like every single person in the world is someone else's ideal client. Every single person is someone else's target market. Like whether it's uh, if someone's broke, they, they have no money and, and they have shitty credit. You know, I have a credit repair guy that would foam at the mouth to be able to have a conversation with that person. I met that guy. He's awesome. He is awesome. He knows his he stuff. He has a wealth of knowledge. He is. He's, it's, in fact, sometimes I'm like, my mind blows up when I talk to him, but, or, or bankruptcy attorney, you know, maybe they need to consult with a bankruptcy attorney. You're looking for cat piss, raccoon shit, <laughs> infested houses. I hope everybody saw that. Most it's- people don't want that. You do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. They, like, yeah, one man's trash is another man's treasure. I exactly. Guess. Super big plug to that that guy. What what is that gentleman's name? Mike Diaz. Plug? Mike Diaz. What's this company? Um, it's uh, Island Wide Credit Counseling. He's awesome. I met him at one of uh, those many events that I go to. And I was talking to him for like two minutes, and I'm like, hey, listen, like, I have really good credit. My credit's like seven fifty. I'm like, I want to get that into like the disrespectful like eight eight oh six. Yeah. And I spoke to him. And he goes, oh, you know what your problem is? He's like, you have low limits on your credit card, so you're running over 50%, even though you're paying it off in full, and that's hurting your credit. I'm like, really? Just like that. Who knows that shit? He's Rain Man. Seriously. It, for his Dude, business, he is so Rain Man. I called to the credit card, and I'm like, yo, what day do you guys report to the uh, credit bureau? And like, on the third. So on the first of every month, I pay that shit off, right? So I have to pay twice a month, which is annoying. But my credit's freaking going through the roof. I love it. Who knew? That's a great, I'm going to make sure we have to tag him on this podcast. Yeah. But like, this is, so I try to like hammer it into people when you go to a networking event. Sure. You want to, you have certain people in mind that you're hoping to meet certain professions. That's natural. But every single person you meet, you should be thinking like, who can I connect this person to who can help so-and-so? And I've seen it. And you know what? It also can be personal. I mean- most people are walking around with other things on their mind besides their business. They're walking around, they're, they're, you know, maybe they're having a hard time financially. Maybe they're thinking about getting a divorce. Maybe one of their kids is sick. You know, maybe they're thinking about starting a charity or, or whatever. Like we yeah. all have all these, you know, some people a year ago, I was flipping out. I didn't know where I was going to live because my landlord was dying and we had to move and we didn't want to rent again because we had already been living together and renting for four years. So we had a very small, finite amount of time to find a house we wanted to buy. And it was, you know, a little bit stressful, but obviously I still went to work and did my thing. But in the in the real forefront of my head, I'm like, holy shit, we have 30 days to find a house or, or what? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, we can help each other in so many ways. It could be an idea. You know, I sat down with friends the other day. I gave them some easy, simple marketing ideas. You know, they're not on YouTube. They're not on uh, Instagram and they own a food establishment. It can be informational. It can be send someone an article. But most people will go to a networking event, hand out their cards, yeah. collect cards, yeah. and that's it. 
Yeah, I mean, I also kind of want to touch on the, you made me think of something, the value of being a connector. Like, when you deal with something like Valerie and you work with someone like Valerie, I mean, you, you get so much. But Valerie is a connector, meaning she knows everybody. So, like, you also yourself want to become a connector. You want to selflessly give value to help people, to build your own intense network, and then share that with the world. You want to be like, oh, like, I have this amazing sheetrocker who gives the best prices in town. Like, I don't want to give that to any other contractor because then he won't be able to do work for me. No, that's ridiculous. So people call me for referrals on everything. I give them out freely to help everybody. Yeah. And I become a connector because... These people think of me, they appreciate that, and then I get more business that way. Yep. So I think that's something else like, you know, people go to your events, A, they get to meet a lot of people, but they, and you help them. I mean, your knowledge in, you know, finance and networking and advertising and marketing is, is second to none, but they also get the benefit of your network, which is your life. If somebody asked me though, for a, like, for example, um, a sheet rocker, if somebody asked me for that and I, I don't have someone or more importantly, I could have someone and not be confident in them. It's one step away though. You One phone call away. You know, you can call me right, or right. something like that. That's exactly right. And this is the thing. Most people go through their day and they're not taking the time to necessarily carve out to help other people. No, it's me, me, me all the time. And it can't be because we're not, we don't live in a vacuum, you know, and- I really just think that, so my message and the reason why I started this company was um, I had joined a networking group and the guy who ran it was incredibly like condescending and belligerent. And I'll never forget this. I, it was a short stint. I think I was there for like a year. And there was a woman who was in her 60s and the guy was always like, bring people, bring people, bring, you got to recruit, you got to recruit, right? So this guy decided to make some kind of a, a move career-wise, but we didn't know. And he all of a sudden decided he was going to go back into the mortgage business. And so this woman brought a mortgage person as a guest and he bawled her out in front of everybody. And she's so here's this like 65-year-old woman who's crying Why now because he's crazy. I and mean, all I know is I walked out of that meeting and I went, I can do this better. And that's, and that's what, what happened. That's when the light went off. Literally. <laughs> because I don't know anybody that does what you do. I mean, I definitely know anybody that does what you do the way you do it. You know, you're exceptional. But like, I don't know that many people that, that do this. And I don't – like there's networking groups. People go to BNI or this or that. But what you do is like very unique because you're kind of like like, like the matchmaker. But I love that. I love that. I mean, I, I love matchmaking, period. And I've done it. For some people, personal, you know, you mean friends. Like in a dating capacity? Yeah. Oh. I feel like you would kick ass at that. You ready for this? Yeah. My friends who I just went to visit the other day in Seacliff, okay. they just celebrated their 20 year anniversary nice. with two kids. That gives me hope for the future. And she bawled me out when we, when I, cause I kind of blindsided her and I, I put us all in the same place and time together. Okay. She bawled me out. I don't like him. Blah, 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 blah. We talk about it on our podcast because I was like, just, shut up, let's just go see this movie. You know what I mean? And we ended up all having a great time. And 20 years later, two kids, Shit, I mean. What's the secret to being married for 20 years? Um, I honestly think a lot of it is your own, uh, you have to obviously have trust, but you also have to have your own things. Like you have to have your own space and hobbies and things you can talk about. I think when people spend too much time together, I think that you get bored. A couple months ago, I asked an older gentleman that because he'd been married for like 50 years and he turned to me with extreme confidence and said, separate bank accounts. 
Oh, women would say separate <laughs> bathrooms. <laughs> oh shit! So, really? Yeah, Why? they believe. I don't know. It's kind of like snore. What is you it? You don't. Yeah. Well, is it like in the bathroom, I don't know. Is it a sex thing. What is it? <laughs> I guess you know. You don't always want to know every single little thing about somebody. Really? <laughs> but like, I just you know, and so here's my thing. I was okay. listening to your podcast last week. I listened to both of them. Nice. I actually called Beth. Uh, low because I was asking her if she wanted to be a speaker at an event and oh, that's awesome. the one you're doing. I didn't know that. Yeah, because but she's going to be in the Bahamas. Good for her. She won a trip. Um, no surprise there either. But the point is, you know, uh, her story was incredible. And when she talked about that guy who saw potential in her and has invested in her, and it's probably the best investment he's ever made. You know, um. That's another form of what I wish people would kind of get under the hood, what's going on in people's worlds and lives. Because when you realize, you know, someone's going to get married, have a baby, someone, someone's, you know, getting a divorce, someone had a death in the family, someone, all of these life, they're starting a business or whatever. All of these opportunities have a litany of things that people are going to need help with. Yeah. And so for her, you know, obviously she was going through a very tough time and this guy, Instead of having that hat on, like, what's in it for me? I'm hunting for business, said, I'm going to help this girl. I think she's special. That's the thing. And people, like, what do they realize? They're not like, they, they, they read full of shit. Like, if you're coming into a situation <laughs> and you're like, what you want is, like, Beth was explaining last week, she was talking about the mortgage guys. And mm. the mortgage guys, like, call up and it's like, I could do this, I could do that, I could do that. It's like, guy, listen, if we lined up 30 of you, right? This is the thing that business people have to understand. And I was at a, uh, a finance expo yesterday talking to all these lenders uh, trying to expand my business and I'm like listen if I lined up 10 of you guys you'd all tell me the same thing the rates are the same you can close fast blah blah blah, blah, blah. you've been doing this forever blah blah blah, blah, blah right? right now since you guys are all even and you all think you're great at it why do I go with you over the next guy who's saying exactly the same thing right that's exactly right and that's when networking and a certain kind of like mentality come into play and end up getting you business. So like I kind of, in your professional opinion, I, I kind of want you to tell people like, okay, you, you network, you go to BNI, you go to these different events. Like, you know, what do you do? What are like kind of like your top three or five or 10 things to either prepare or how to conduct yourself or, you know, what you should do like etiquette to networking? Um, sure. Actually, I love this question. So, I mean, Number one, I feel that you have to you have to look at every opportunity, every person that you meet with as someone who you have to earn the business from. And one of my biggest pet peeves, I was just talking to a realtor about this the other day, um, is that people are really not consistent. Um, a lot of times people will like make an appointment and then not keep it or worse they'll they'll flake out and like forget about it and how many times does that happen to you i mean you're sitting in a starbucks nothing nothing better to do with your time right and you have a 10 o'clock meeting at 10 20 you're like holy shit am i being stood up i li- i will not do business with you well like, that's the problem I right get the, i get these guys hit me up on social media they're like oh i want to do work for you i want to do sheet rock work you know okay listen here's two houses go give me an estimate i'm like call me tomorrow i'll give the addresses go Six days later, I get a phone call. I'm like, listen, right. don't even bother. So sorry, I was really busy. Really? Nobody cares. Right, nobody no. cares. So, I mean, a lot of times it's the littlest things that go the longest way. But the other thing is when you do have that meeting, 
you know, you got to come from a place of like, forget about you for five minutes. Talk. You can absolutely go into like what you do, who you are, why you got started in your business and all of that. But you want to go in as a resource to that person and say, you know what? I'm going to find a way to help this person, you know, assuming that you gel, you connect. Like you can't go in there with your hand out. You know, if I'm sitting down with someone, I'm going to give them a couple of ideas to run with. I'm going to, you know, give them a couple of websites or something I think they should check out. I'm going to potentially brainstorm with them about, you know, how do they go about meeting if someone wants to meet divorce attorneys? Well, how, where do divorce attorneys hang out? Like, how do you go about meeting those people? You know, and my biggest thing is when I was a financial advisor and I had five CPAs referring me, I knew I wasn't going to be able to reciprocate equally. Okay. I got more than I gave out referral wise. But what I did was every single time I had an opportunity, I would send them an article. I would send them a list to credit classes. They all have to take credits. I would on tax day, I would buy them all lunch and have it delivered. Nice. Like, Just so they know like that right. they're on your mind. You're thinking of them. Anything you can do at any time, you're there for them. Correct. And on top of that, I would offer things. I would say, I would get creative for them. I would say like, listen, you know, um, you guys have a niche with manufacturers. I just picked up a new, you know, client who does manufacturing. I'd like to connect you even if it doesn't go anywhere. It's the effort. Yes. You got to make that effort, you know. And it doesn't have to be big things. It's the little thing. It's actually totally. really the little things that I feel are more powerful than anything else. You know, I also kind of think. You know, when you're meeting somebody or if you're going to a networking event and you like kind of like a, have a plan of certain people you want to meet, do a little bit of research about these people. Yes. Show interest. Yes. Go on their website. Yep. See what they're passionate about. Find common ground. Yep. You know, this way you can have a conversation and it can go somewhere. You don't know where it's going to branch off from there. Right. hundred percent. And we have an event coming up that I, I just should mention because it's um, very, no, very relevant. But... Um, what we're doing is I, I'm calling it the who are you event and it's going beyond the name tag because people a lot of times they think, oh, I'm going to introduce myself, name, rank, serial number, phone number, whatever. Nobody knows you. You know what I mean? Like, so they always say the oldest adage in the world when it comes to networking is that people do business with people that they know, like, and trust. 100%. Got to get to know somebody. It takes time. You know, it's, it's not instant cocoa. And like, what I like to see is when people are talking about things that are going on in their world. Like if if I'm a realtor, I did a realtor uh, seminar the other week and I said to them, I'm like, when you're at a networking event, do you just literally walk up to people and say, I'm a realtor? Or do you have something else to say? So if I'm a realtor, I would go up to say, hi, how are you? My name's Valerie. I just start very simple. I don't have to go title company, this, that, whatever. I just, hi, my name's Valerie. How are you? If I get into a conversation and someone says, you know, oh, like, where do you live? Oh, I live in Merrick. Oh, okay. Do you like it there? How do you like it? Or what do you like about it? Next thing you know, you know, people will be listing either how much they love it mm -hmm. or how much they hate it. Yeah. Either or. I think another thing also, like, there's certain people who are like, you know, I don't know what to talk about with people. They have anxiety or whatever. I mean, two things come up with that. A, I think everybody should know and remember that if you want to have a conversation with somebody and you want it to flow people naturally like to talk about themselves. Yeah. Right? And and it's not necessarily in like a narcissistic or like twisted way, but like 
if you just talk to somebody and start asking them, you know, appropriate probing questions, or in my case, I ask totally inappropriate things all the time, it's <laughs> just who I am, but I feel that I have the delivery to pull it off, right? It's like the sign of a great salesman. If you and we tell hell. you, we tell you everything. <laughs> the sign of a good salesman is someone that can tell you to go to hell in such a way you look forward to the trip, right? <laughs> so, you know, ask the questions, they'll start talking about it. All of a sudden, you're an hour deep in the conversation. They feel like a certain connection with you. B, you know all this valuable information about right. them. Right. And the other thing, too, is that, you know, I always tell people, if you're having a good conversation, if you're clicking with somebody, like, don't be in such a rush to meet every single person in the room. Because you, yeah. you may not have that kind of connection again. And then the, the person you really, really liked, like, you're very yeah. likable. I, I think you quality. know this. Thank you. 100%. You're very likable. Everybody wants to talk to you. If I met you for the first time and there's a hundred other people in the room and I'm enjoying my conversation with you, I'm I'm not leaving. You leave first. I'm not leaving. I won't leave you. Nice. <laughs> no, but like no, it's true. You're you're hundred percent right. It's better to quality over quantity. It's better to go to a networking event with a hundred people, like have start two great relationships, then talk to seventy five people and be spread too thin and not really make that connection because right. that's what it's about. And connections take time. It's not yeah. instant. No. You know, and that stuff only happens in the movies. I agree. And, you know, I mean, look, you could you could get lucky, so to speak. Like you could show up and let's say you're a printer or, or a web a design. Stand equivalent of networking. Yes. And, networking one night stand. <laughs> let's say you're, you're a, a graphic designer and I just happen to need a graphic flyer done like ASAP for an event or something. You know, you could score – immediate business. But ultimately, you know, we're talking about relationships. And one of my favorite tips, this is my last one that I'll give for now, because I know no, keep it coming. Oh, okay. So one of my favorite tips is I call it the wolf pack attack. Okay. Um, the wolf pack attack. I know. I think I, you need to make a shirt with that on it. I have names. I don't know. I make things up. Um, I'm going to get a wrap apparently. <laughs> you are. <laughs> so the wolf pack attack is let's say you and I are going to the same event, whether okay. we know it or not. Whether we plan it or not, I encourage planning, but let's say you and I show up and we're like, hey, what's going on? So we already know we like each other, we respect each other, we trust each other. Instead of walking around the room just in typical fashion, walk around the room with the goal of sending people my way, I send people your way. That's awesome. And and because it's oh, also really so powerful, like if I meet you for the first time- team. Yeah. If I meet, and you could do it with three people, four, whatever- if I meet you for the first time and you're like, this is what I do, what, what's going on with you, da, 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 and we have this conversation, it is less powerful than if I meet you for the first time and I say, oh, my God, you buy houses, you have to meet Jackie Dworkin. She's with Homes by Marriage. She's a licensed real estate agent. Yeah. And then I'm parading her over to you. And now all of a sudden, you're both excited to meet each other. Like there's so much that goes into it psychologically. Yeah. And then I look like a rock star because I just connected you to somebody that you want to meet. Check this out, people. How about this as a strategy? Just kind of like a, you know, random, let's just test it for shits and giggles, see what happens. Your next networking event, right? Your sole goal is to walk through that networking event and every person you meet say, okay, commit to memory what they do. And your sole purpose is to connect other people at that networking event. Exactly. Kind of pretend that you're Valerie, you're the host. And you're walking through this network where you say, okay, I just met this mortgage broker. I just met this banker. I just met this attorney. I think I want to try to connect as many people yep. that I don't know together as possible. You and watch will, what happens. You're the rock star of that event. Without a doubt. You become that connector. People appreciate you giving them that value. You get business. No question. And on top of that, 
people will then look to you as like a Google. Like yeah. they're going to be like, do you know this person? Do you know someone who does this? Do you know a credit you repair guy? You become the go-to person. That's it. And it's just, it's just about being fresh in people's mind all the time in a positive way. And you don't have to know a tremendous amount if you're connecting the dots. Like you don't have to know their CV or resume by heart. All it takes is, you know, oh my God, I have someone you have to meet. And that's literally it. And then if I'm if I'm the person that someone is saying you have to meet this person, I'm already excited to meet that person. Yeah. I mean, I think another important thing is also ultimate honesty. Like I think ultimate honesty in life is very important, but like if you meet somebody, like it takes a it takes a lifetime to establish a reputation and a moment to lose it, right? So if somebody's referring you, you have to take that so personally because that's not only your reputation, that's their reputation. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to do the right thing. And if you're referring somebody, you know, you don't know them super, super well, you have to be honest with the person you're referring them to. Say, listen, I met this person. I have a good vibe. I haven't done business with them before, but it's definitely worth, you know, you speaking to them. Let's see where it goes. 100%. And I think that it's also, this is one, I actually wrote an article a couple of years ago and I called it um, the ugly ducklings and the wallflowers. This makes me crazy. If I'm running an event let's say there's like 75 people there or something. And I see someone who, whether they're shy or whether maybe they thought they were going to know somebody or, or usually it's they're shy. But I've also seen it where someone is particularly like there was a guy who he wasn't the most attractive guy in the world, but he's a nice guy. Okay. And I saw this guy kind of get like looked at and kind of snickered at. And a lot of women just like rolled their eyes and kept walking past him. It broke my heart, really. And I went up to him and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Da, da, da. And he was so nice. He's like, I love your events. I always really enjoy myself. Such a sweet guy. Turns out guy needs a mortgage. And I'm shaking my head going, you snobs. Like, honestly, because forget about the fact that there was mortgage people in the room who are looking for that exact person. Yeah. But there's also everybody else who, if they took five minutes, could say, could facilitate a referral. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, don't waste your time. Why are you coming to an event to not get the most out of it? Like, right. when I go to one of your events, I make it a point. Although, even if I wasn't, you, you force it, which is a great thing. Meaning, like, you're constantly <laughs> dragging people around, like, to get them out of their comfort zone, to connect people, yeah. to, to get it, to keep the flow going. You do an awesome job about that. But me, personally, I go to networking events that I'm going to talk to every person in this room. You know, I want to know what's going on in their personal life, what they do for business. I want to know everything about everybody. What they do on the weekend. Right. With, without a doubt. I went to a finance expo yesterday in Manhattan, again, trying to raise money to uh, bring the business to the next level. And I talked to every single vendor in the place. Like, I know you you're did. selling pens? Cool. What's going on? Like, we're having a conversation. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Even if I can't benefit from it today, that doesn't right. mean I can't benefit from it tomorrow. 100%. And that doesn't mean, to our point, that yep. there's somebody in my network that can't benefit from it now. And when I walked out of that place, I called a dozen people that I know and said, yo, I went to this event. I know you couldn't make it. I got extra business cards. You need to talk to this guy, this guy, and this guy. That's Even it. fellow investors need money. I'm like, yo, I met this great short-term bridge loan lender. I met this great you know, 30-year fixed guy who'll, who'll lend on single-family, non-owner-occupied rentals. Call these guys. Nice. Nice. And you think that's going to take away business from me? Absolutely not. 
Because then the guy reciprocates and says, oh, hey, listen, I just had a conversation with a guy who has fantastic rates, who's got a butt ton of money, who's who's looking to lend and is looking for somebody exactly like you. 100%. Most people, like, people are inherently good, I think. And most people, if you give first, they will give back. They want to. More. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's the whole thing. So that's really, I mean, this business of mine has grown. We started with five people in a Starbucks. We're almost at 600 members. Nice. We Mazel Tov. And we have a, a, a massive um, email blast list. We have 13,000 subscribers. And, you know, I look at it like it's my way of hopefully making the world a little bit of a better place because I come from a place of kindness. Like That's awesome. when there's someone who's not talking to anyone, I will go up, find out who they are, and then introduce them to people that I know have the right mindset yes. and et cetera. And, and I will sign off on this right now. Even like if you go to one of Valerie's events, there are no – like the other day I talked about it. I'm like, listen, if you're not an amazing person, if you're not, you know – on the same page as me. If you're not a good-hearted person, I don't want you in my circle. And that extends to, you know, my network, guys that work for me, whoever. Valerie, Valerie's events are filled with nothing but good people. Like, I have not met anybody who is even remotely a shithead at any events. Like, everybody there is <laughs> kind. They're just, they're great people. They're successful. I mean, you laugh, but I'm being dead serious. It's like, funny. <laughs> the quality of the people there. I think that has a lot to do with you and you just putting out positive energy in the world and your screening process for bringing people in. So when you join a group like yours, you know, that's one of the benefits. You have a, a, just a network built in of amazing people that are really there to help each other. So, and this is the one thing you and I like. I love my people. Talk about, which is you're totally guilty of. Valerie's out there pushing everybody else so much that, like, <laughs> she's not pushing herself. So, <laughs> when I met her, she, she, she's done so much for me. She's put me, you know, in front of tons of people. And then I turn to her and I'm like, yo, we have to sit down and have lunch. I'm going to take you to lunch so you can tell me exactly what it is you do and, like, you know, how I yeah. can purchase the service because, you know... <laughs> You're you're amazing, but you're so selfless and you're so busy helping everybody else that like you're not telling the world about what you do. I know so, the worst. I mean, how do people get in touch with you? How do people kind of like look at the website, you know, see what it is that you do? I also want you to kind of talk about like what events you put together, what you have coming up, you know, how they're structured, kind of just go. Oh, okay. So thank you, by the way. No, but you're right. I'm I'm the worst like self promoter. And I do want to get better at that because it's just something that uh, I have no qualms about promoting everyone else. I, I really don't. But I don't know. I, it's weird. I get shy when it comes to like, I don't want to come off the wrong way and be like, be a member, you know. Um, anyway, so we have a website. It's also currently, uh, it's going to be renovated. I have a beta test going on right now, but it's elephantnetworking.com. And, you know, you can listen to our podcast there. You can sign up and join um, and you can see our upcoming events. Um, now, what we do is relatively different. We don't have like um, attendance requirements or, you know, we don't have quotas on referrals and things like that because I structured it that way intentionally. I don't want to micromanage people and I don't think you can really force business. So we're all adults. You know, you manage your calendar, you pick and choose the events that appeal to you that you want to come to and be part of. And the ones that don't appeal to you, whether it's your schedule or just style and preference, you know, you skip. 
And our members enjoy that flexibility because it's not like you have to be at a diner at 7 a.m. Yeah, like every a Tuesday morning. It's like every week. It's not like a little tip where like if you don't send referrals, you have to put money in a jar. No penalties. Right. Like network communism. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> It's ridiculous. Oh, by the way, just so that like I do this because again I haven't slept. I um, I want to sign up for your service, so I'm. This is me literally cutting a check right now. On You're writing a check right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm dead ass serious because otherwise I'll forget. That is my so brain is funny. Like mush. I was wondering what you were doing. I'm like, yeah, so and he's paying bills. I'm gonna go online. I'm gonna do my credit card. I'm like, I forget. I'm like, I got to do this right now because this I is just... exciting. It's elephant networking. This is the first live check writing nice. moment I've ever actually a lot of firsts had. Today. You're my first yeah. celebrity. This is the first live, uh, check writing moment. We gotta get a camera in here. Yeah, you do. And so this is fun. Like we have, um, we have a, yeah, we have a complimentary breakfast meeting for our members and, um, we make it really interactive. I hope you can come maybe this month in October. October 21st is the next one. And just to give you some examples, like the last time I broke everyone up into teams, you know, I gave them an assignment. I made it a competition and the winners all got, um, a free lunch at seasons 52. Nice. And I really, and the, the one before that, like I made people actually introduce someone else in the room as if it was, as if it were themselves. So if, if I was teamed up with you, I would have been like, hi, my name is Charles. I'm the handsome home buyer. And I made that a competition and the winner got an Amazon. Nice. There you go. Welcome there aboard, was... Charles. Nice. Thank you for having me. <laughs> the handsome home buyer is now an official an member. Official member. Oom da, oom da, oom da, I encourage everybody who's it's listening. It's a good day. <laughs> it's a great, um, right in time for Q, Q4. There you go. Nice. So, the, uh, I mean, I think everyone needs to know, like, the events are fun. Like, listen, if you're a person that's comfortable, you know, talking to people, this is going to be great for you. If you're a person that's a little bit shy, this is still great for you. It's not high pressure. Right. Valerie introduces in such a way that you don't feel uncomfortable. You know, you're going to go out. You're going to have some good food. You're going to have drinks. You're going to have good conversation. Maybe you meet your future husband or wife. Who knows? Maybe you meet a connection that could benefit you today. But I guarantee you, you're going to meet someone that is going to benefit you or somebody who's close to you. I met Barry networking. Did you? Mm -hmm. I love Barry. I do too. (laughs) I met him at a chamber of commerce meeting, which by the way, is like the worst story to tell your friends and people like when they ask you, how'd you meet? You know, I, I tried. That's the worst story. That's not like super cliche. Cliche is me losing my virginity on prom night on a beach. That's a true story. That is cliche. (laughs) That is cliche. Thank you. You mean Barry at a chamber of commerce meeting is not cliche. It's just kind of geeky, I guess, but that's okay. That's because you know what? They always say that you, when you're doing something you love, you're like at your most attractive level. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You're confident. You're putting Yeah. You're having yes. fun, you know, and, and people like that. Did, so did he pick you up or did you pick him up? He picked me up, but I, as soon as he walked in, I was like, and I, I felt like uh, Jennifer Gray. Uh, I felt like Jennifer Gray in Dirty Dancing when she was like, I carried a watermelon. Because <laughs> when he walked in, I was running this speed networking thing. This is over 11 years ago. I was running a speed networking event for the Rockville Center Chamber of Commerce, and I had a whistle in my mouth. So here he comes striding in, tall, dark, and handsome. And I'm like, <laughs> like so bad. So bad. It's just. Anyway, yeah, so you never you never know what attracts it. Here we are. How many right. days later? Ten? Eleven. It's 11. gonna be eleven. I know. You should be asking you what the secret is. Crazy. Let's look at that. I don't know. I just What is the secret? Um I think it's really just I think you have to 
give your best and bring out the best in the person. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it is work. Like sometimes he loves a home cooked meal, loves, loves, loves it. Sometimes I don't really feel like doing it, but I don't cook every night. But if I realize like five or six days has gone by, I'm like, I really should cook dinner. It makes him so happy. You know what I mean? And like he supports me. Like when I told him I wanted to drop some pounds and join Weight Watchers, he was like, I'll pay for it. And I'm like, really? Like, it is. It's it's just finding ways. It's like networking. You're finding exactly. ways to help. It's just as how we just need to treat each other a certain way. And I just feel like the world will be a better place and that good things will happen. Yeah. So, I mean, in conclusion, again, tell everybody your number, where they can find you, oh, right. an event coming okay. along. Because, again, okay. I strongly <laughs> recommend that everybody get involved. I've met some unbelievable people through Valerie. I've gotten a ton of business. Uh, I really have. That's Not so that sweet. I want you to steal my business, but I, I think it'll be good for everybody. So I thank out. you. So well, our phone number is five one six six zero eight six seven one six. A lot of sixes in there. I've Got to change that number. No, um, remember it. Eh, but I feel like the can't miss event of the month, so to speak, is the one you're speaking at. Nice. On October 18th, we're doing, um, basically, it's for anyone who is either, you know, you're new to networking or maybe you are not thrilled with the results that you're getting. We handpicked four, like, superstar people who I believe, just like you, have built their business through referral relationships, and it works. So they're going to talk about it. They're going to give some tips and tricks. And, you know, I always say, if you want to be the best, you've got to learn from the best. It's at Cape Pacho in Newai Park. Awesome. Yeah, and that's another great point. I mean, listen, if you want to be get at a certain level, you have to surround yourself with people that are equal or on a different level than you. Yeah. It, just, it, it pulls you there. 100%. And we can all learn from each other. And, you know, we have uh, Ray Schwetz of NEFQ. He's the, uh, the vice president of business development for NEFQ. And he's such a great guy. He just overcame cancer like a year ago. He's he's an amazing, amazing person. And um, Ben Marcan, who, by the way, is he's a property and casualty guy, but he gets a ton of business from his competition. He's a networking beast. He is a beast. And I want him to science. talk about it because a lot of people like realtors or financial advisors, when they meet someone or they see someone else that does what they do, they get like turned off. They go the other direction. You know, look at Beth Lowe. She built a referral network around the country from other realtors. Yeah. Smart. It's smart. I want people to learn these these tricks, you and know? He has unbelievable hair and an unbelievable hair to beard ratio. It's like a carpet and his beard looks like it's been airbrushed <laughs> on. I'm so jealous. You ever notice that? Yes. He actually reminds me of a guy that, that was from Sex and the City. Burger was his name in the show. Oh, but yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, right? Didn't he, didn't he break up with her on a post? That's the one. Man, if you're listening... <laughs> I'm really jealous of the hair to beer ratio, but ah. <laughs> so in conclusion, again, I'm Charles, aka the Handsome Home Buyer. Uh, please follow me on Facebook, this Handsome Home Buyer. Do or it. Check out the renovations on the Instagram at handsome underscore homebuyer.com. Or please subscribe to the YouTube station, handsomehomebuyer.com. I am daily, hourly, constantly putting out good, relevant, relevant, <laughs> relevant. See where I'm going. <laughs> Relevant value adding info. If you're rehabbing, you're looking to get into the business, there's a ton of things you can learn. You can see the houses, you can see what we do, what sells, how we're doing the renovations. It's like your own personal kind of like local Long Island HGTV. So I encourage everybody to check that out. Anybody want to contact me for any reason, 516 777 sold. I'm always here to help. 
you want to pick my brain, you need a referral, whatever it is, we're all here to help each other. We all have to help each other get up the mountain. So with that said, podcast number three is in the bag. Woo-hoo! I'll see you guys next week. Love you. Thanks. <laughs>